0: Welcome to another episode to the most controversial, underlooked, overlooked, underappreciated, overappreciated podcast of all time. Welcome to The Prince of Fresh Air. That's right. Back with another controversial topic, something I want to get off my chest because it's frankly becoming outrageously uh, contagious. And you're probably wondering, what is he talking about? What topic could he be talking about? What could this good-looking, dark, 6'3", 240-pound, of steel, and sex appeal chocolate man be talking about? I'm glad you asked, because I'll be talking about freedom of speech and cancel culture. That's right. Why am I talking about this? Why am I getting my panties all in a bunch about this? Well, hate speech. What is hate speech? Uh, It's something I had to learn about, and it was actually something I, I, I learned about. Uh, watching Stephen Crowder's Change My Mind on YouTube. Uh, Shout out to Stephen Crowder for such a good series. Um, But hate speech, why is this a thing? So here's the thing about hate speech. Hate speech apparently is a a speech that is deemed offensive, derogatory, uh, racist. Uh, It targets people and uh, is very offensive. But last time I checked, Hate speech isn't a real thing. Why? Because freedom of speech, freedom of expression is a right that we're all afforded. And so, yes, certain jokes and things aren't funny. Like if someone said, hey, Percy, I'm going to lynch you or, you know, you're black, you should go pick cotton. Is that offensive? Absolutely. But again, it's covered in the First Amendment, just like, you know, anything else. And so now you're seeing everything being deemed offensive and hateful and you know, platforms like YouTube and Twitter uh, are, you know, banning people and demonetizing their videos just because uh, a small selective groups uh, of people are pushing back and, you know, they have so much power that they, uh, you know, they can persuade the public to cancel individuals. And so, you know, the reason why I want to talk about it was uh, there's been a number of incidences where celebrities are, uh, quote unquote, getting canceled because of things that they said or tweeted years ago not yesterday, not last night, not this morning, years ago 10, 15, six you name it years ago. And it's one of those things where, look, I'm not a hypocrite, you know, we were all young and dumb at one point, I know I still am. And we've said stuff that if people heard, you know, we'd be canceled too, we'd be on the chopping block, but because we're not. You know, famous, we're not put on a pedestal like celebrities are. Uh, we can't be criticized for it, besides people who know us personally. And so you're seeing celebrities I here getting uh, castrated to the public over jokes, over things that, I mean, obviously you can just scroll away and not pay attention to uh, if you don't support it. And so it, 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 it all started for me, uh, it all started with the, the gender thing. Um, hate speech, uh, started, uh, you know, I was watching Jordan Peterson. He, he was talking about how in Canada and in certain, um, countries that if you don't address someone as the proper pronoun, it's hate speech and it's a a crime you can go to jail for. That's insane to think about that. Your right to freedom of speech is violated over because your opinions and your, your beliefs don't coincide with someone else's, and so you're seeing now individuals because their their ideas and opinions don't coincide with other people's that you know, people are losing their livelihood, you know, and their careers and their ability to put food on the table for their kids and provide for their family, over stuff that, quite frankly, can be overlooked and people just can move on and not support them. It's that simple. You know, I don't support all celebrities. I don't support everybody, but I disagree and I move on. You know, I don't hate anybody. I'm not going to try to get them banned. Um, and, you know, one of the biggest things, too, for me that stood out was I was, uh, you know, I gave a shout out to Steven Crowder, Change My Mind, because he does exactly what I like to do. And that's open to the discussion for topics. And, you know, his Change My Mind segments is where, you know, he goes to public areas. Or college campuses, and he usually has a topic for the day. So, uh, rape coaches myth changed my mind. Uh, Trump isn't racist. Changed my mind. And you know, some of these issues, you know, you think about it's like, oh, it strikes a nerve with people. People go crazy, and because people go crazy over these things, certain areas like politics, for instance, or you know, uh, people's sexuality, or the skin, or you know, skin color. Uh, these are topics that just for some reason people think excites, um, you know, racism and violence, and it's one of those things where freedom of speech covers all of it. He has the right to say whatever he wants. He has the right to do those videos. The only thing that isn't covered in the First Amendment is eliciting violence. So what I mean by eliciting violence is if you say, "All right, I'm gonna go burn down his house," or next time I see. This guy, I'm gonna shoot him in his head. That's exciting violence, and that is not covered in uh, the First Amendment, so that is a crime. Um, so, but com- people are uh, conflating the two. So, a simple joke is now deemed a crime or offensive, and for what? And it, it's it's um it's one of those things where it's just frustrating to, to watch and see. And there's a couple issues I'm gonna talk about. Um, in this, in this episode, but that's just a general idea of what I'm gonna get into is that for some reason, we live in a very sensitive culture nowadays. Everything is offensive. Everything is, you're triggering people. And if you do that, then you're a problem and you have to be dealt with. And, you know, you have to lose your career over it. It's, it's just absolute nonsense. And so, uh, you know, there's a lot of people with different opinions about it. And I'm curious to hear uh, Voice your opinions. Let me know what you think. But, you know, cancer culture. Uh, let's get into it. I, I don't want to delay this any further. I, I want to talk about cancer culture. You know, cancer culture. Why... I get so frustrated with them. You know, the reason why I don't support the cancel culture movement is because they don't just condemn people then and now. You know, for stuff that they just did or recently did. No, 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 no. What they do is they find anything they can on you 10, 15 years ago. Stuff you didn't say yesterday, last night, this morning, maybe a couple hours beforehand. No, they go deep into your past and find something to, to prosecute you with in the public and castrate you. And uh, it's one of those days where it's unfortunate that, you know, Kevin Hart, for instance, one of the first people to cross paths with this, this new movement of sensitive people where a little backstory, if you're not aware, uh, Kevin Hart was announced as the host of the Oscars. And not even a month before the Oscars was supposed to happen, people found old tweets he made 10 years ago about, uh, it was a gay joke, if I'm not mistaken. And they forced his hand. They took it to the higher-ups. Hollywood gave him an ultimatum. Either you apologize now or you give up your host, your spot as the host of the Oscars. And Kevin Hart decided to step away because he didn't want to apologize. And I, I f- fully support him. He's a comedian. He makes jokes. This is what he does. This is what his career is. Everything is off-limits to him. And so, you know, unfortunately, he decided... To apologize after the fact, which I thought was interesting, because he could have just uh, stayed as the host and apologized in the air if he wanted to. Uh, but you you see it with some of these examples I'm gonna give you that uh, you know certain groups, uh, especially the LGBT community, uh, which I have no problem against. I'm an ally. I support everybody. I don't discriminate. It's not a problem for me. But I do see how they have so so much influence and power over the media and uh, big corporations and even a public uh, that they, you know, as soon as they see you as a target, you can bet that you're uh, going to be in trouble. And so that leads me to my another example, Mario Lopez. Uh, not even uh, uh, after Kevin Hart, uh, not so much fast after that, uh, Mario Lopez did an interview and he made a remark uh, about the transgender uh, uh, community, not so much community, but just something uh, regarding transgender. And he said he doesn't understand and he does support why parents, allow of kids to choose the genders. Now, there's many topics and um, uh, discussions to be had about that and a lot of opinions uh, uh, regarding that issue. But, you know, I have to agree with him, you know, not to get off topic, but why are little kids choosing agendas? I mean, as kids we you know we're taught nothing uh about race about uh sexuality and stuff like that you know kids are kids you know they play with anybody they dress any kind of way and it's fine kids they have no sense of that why because they're still developing and so when you're giving kids these these big decisions to change their gender that's that's a problem and you know it's it's recently there was a case about that too, where a mom in Texas, uh, was trying to get her seven year old son to, uh, transition from a boy to a girl. And the dad did not like it at all. And he had major problems with it. And I think he ended up winning the lawsuit, um, uh, a court case. Uh, but that's a big issue. You know, there's a reason why this child laws, this this um, reasons why kids aren't allowed to drive to a certain age, drive at a certain age, uh, vote at a certain age, work at a certain age, because they're still developing. And because of his remarks were, you know, deemed offensive and against the LGBT community, what happened? The media slandered him. Uh, social media platforms slandered him, and uh, people were trying to get him canceled over uh, something that, quite honestly, is a very important issue, something to talk about. And that's another thing I want to address is the art of disagreeing. You know, it seems like a lot of people don't have the capacity to disagree and talk about it. For some reason, if your opinions don't line with someone else's, the first thing they do is lob insults at you. Uh, They call you names and they try to get you banned and fired from a job. Uh, No discussion to be had. And that's one of my biggest issues with this world is that we live in a very social, socially soft world where, because you have a dif- difference of opinion, you know, you're automatically deemed a transphobe, or a homophobe, or racist, or you know, a white supremacist, and you know, you're part of the problem. Where something like a simple discussion could probably change your perspective and understand where they're coming from. You know, a lot of people just saw. Uh, the media slander Mario Lopez as a transphobe uh to some degree and just lobbied against him and people pushed back he got fired um he got relieved of his hosting duties for uh one of the shows he was doing and that just comes to show how much power some of these groups have. I've never seen uh, uh you know n- not not to say they're not important, but a small group have so much power over so many. Organizations and corporations and the public It's its actually Honestly uh, It's kind of um, it's, it's interesting To think about um, But also too, To talk about that too uh, The media is another issue A whole nother culprit in all this The media is another one That capitalizes on these movements And they try to make a quick buck off of it You know the moment something happens And I get it you know, the media, their job is to get headlines and, uh, you know, get people to read their stuff. And And I'm not going to knock them against that. But they just make everything worse. Uh, anything you say in the interview, you know, you can say, you know, I could say something like, uh, you know, uh, I don't support Trump uh, because I think uh, you know, he's a racist white man. Tomorrow and the headlines are going to be, uh, Percy says he hates white men. The media does that. They they take everything you say or they find something that you said and they spend it just to get a headline. And then what happens is, uh, and I talked about this in one of my uh, previous episodes, but because a lot of people don't take the time to research and find out what's happening. Oh, they just think, oh, he said that he's racist. And, you know, it's time to get him out of there and get him canceled. And so those are my biggest issues uh, with cancel culture is that the media just makes it worse. They kind of allowed that behavior to happen, and they just promote it. So what is the incentive for these people to stop? Uh, And so people out here losing their livelihood, you know, know, now they got to worry about when the next paycheck is coming. Uh, Now they're worrying about when they're going to be able to feed their kids, pay their bills, over something that, you know, a joke or a remark or opinion that honestly just opens up a discussion or, you know, a joke that's just, probably funny to someone and people got a chuckle out of, but because a few select people had a problem with it. Now, you know, they got to get plastered all over the internet and uh, humiliated and fired from, you know, their place of employment. And so it's, it's one of those things where I, I can't support it. I can't support it because a lot of the times these issues aren't major They're not something that's, you know, exciting, violence, or, you know, making derogatory uh, comments and, you know, uh, slandering people. It's just honest discussions, and that's one of my biggest issues, that people just don't want to discuss anything, and it's either my way or the highway, and the moment it's uh, not your way, you got to kick them off the highway. And so, and that's going to lead me to my next discussion, where I'm going to talk about in a second. Uh, hate speech. The, what is hate speech? And why is this such a thing? And um, we're going to get into that in a second. And uh, you know, But before we do that, I just want to plug a sponsor. You know, as we're talking about uh, the cancel culture, one of the uh, areas that's getting affected the most, and it's unfortunate that it's happening, is the comedy. You know, back in the early 70s, 80s, 90s, early 2000s, Comedy was absolutely ruthless. I mean, just straight up brutal. Prominent comedians like George Carlin, uh, Richard Pryor, Eddie Murphy, Dave Chappelle, Andrew Dice Clay—they made a living of targeting everybody. Everything was fair game. There was no holds barred. You know, any, everybody from the LGBT community to black people to religion uh, to obesity—everything was discussed. Everything was roasted. Everything was joked on. And people paid hundreds of dollars in tickets to go see them, support them. They were on every major platform, and you know it was a good time for comedy. It was just, it was thriving. And now you're seeing a lack of diversity in comedy because you have to follow these certain rules, these certain guidelines that is violating people's freedom of speech and expression. And one of the reasons why I wanted to talk about comedy was I was watching a, a clip from Good Morning Britain. Uh, with Pierce Morgan, uh, a comedian came on the show, and he was talking about it. And he was getting emotional because you know his stand-up is all about offensive comedy, you know, targeting the LGBT community and the fat acceptance movement. Two movements that unfortunately have so much power. And one of the panelists on the, on the on the show said, "You know, it's nobody else's fault but his own that he can't come up with original, family-friendly material without offending people." And it's just one of those things where he opened up the discussion to what is, what is an offensive? Because nowadays everything's offensive. A black joke is offensive. A fat joke is offensive. Uh, a disabled joke is offensive. So what is, what is a comedy now? And so you're seeing now lack of diversity in jokes uh, because you have to follow these, this political correctness agenda. And so pop-tart jokes all of a sudden popular uh people you know talking about how their two-year-old sons are farting in bourbon and how they spilled the drink at a wedding or you know their wife is too busy paying the bills to sleep with them it's all regurgitating the same garbage and comedy is just not fun anymore and thank god for dave Chappelle uh for breaking that with his netflix specials but also goes back to jimmy fallon for instance um recently Jimmy Fallon uh, was the latest celebrity in the grasp of the cancel culture movement uh, because 15 years ago uh, he did blackface on a late night show as part of a, a sketch comedy. Now, keep in mind, this was like 15, 16 years ago from now, and it's one of those things where people are targeting him and trying to get his his show canceled and you know trying to get him to stop hosting, but... They also didn't, you know, protest against Eddie Murphy and Dave Chappelle when they did the exact same thing. They did Whiteface as part uh, part of a comedy sketch. And so you're seeing some uh, hypocrisy going on, and it's just taking the fun out of comedy. Comedy used to be freedom of expression, uh, roasting people. I remember the days where comedians used to roast people in the front of the audience and, um, you know, it's, it's it's one of those things where quality is suffering. People aren't uh, people are afraid to express themselves freely, especially with uh, certain platforms, because these uh major uh, movements, or I should say, minor uh, movements, uh, have so much power over major networks and corporations and platforms. So you know, if you're not following a certain guideline, uh, they cut ties with you. You're seeing shows get canceled. You're seeing uh, individuals get canceled just because certain people's uh, opinions uh, and, you know, beliefs don't align with other people. And so how's that right? That you're you're stopping someone's career, something that people's put hours and years and years as someone with that experience has put in, um, you know, to provide for the family. To, you know, earn financial um, freedom. And you're stopping that just because you don't like what they do. What happened to the days where you could just not support somebody if that was the case? You know, now everything has to go your way or it's the highway. And that's not fair. That's not right at all to anybody. And all these individuals that are suffering, um, it's unfortunate for them because what are they going to have to do now? Go, go do a nine and five when they spent the last you know 15 20 25 30 years dedicating their life to this craft to only get pushed away just because a certain uh a certain individuals have this power that you know if you don't follow us or you go against us we will scream and yell and do whatever we can to get people to stop supporting you and it's unfortunate that comedies in the state where it's just not fun anymore. People aren't enjoying it. And like I said, thank God for Dave Chappelle for coming along and and destroying that political correctness barrier. Because if it was for him, you know, we'd be stuck apart with our jokes for forever. And so, you know, and let me let me clarify, not all comedy is fun. I'm, I'm not saying every joke is funny. Like the whole George Floyd challenge isn't funny. Uh, you know, and... You know, but there's jokes I make about George Floyd that a lot of people aren't going to find funny. Like, you know, sometimes when I'm playing video games and I'm trolling, uh, you know, some friends, I'm playing a line. I'll say, you know, if you if you score again, I'm going to put you in handcuffs and knee on your throat and I'm going to do it for 10 minutes and I still won't get up. You know, I understand that's not funny to a lot of people, but some people will laugh at it. And so comedy is objective. And so we have to stop making it all about ourselves and trying to get people banned and, you know, uh, terming everything is hate speech all of a sudden just because you don't like it. And so, you know, hopefully in the next few years, this kind of stops and dies down. But this 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 hatred has got to stop. And so, you know, it's one of the things I just want to open up that conversation to talk about and get people to realize that this is a real thing. And people are out here losing their livelihood because of it. And so, you know, for me, I'm going to keep it short and sweet. Life is too short to be miserable. Have fun. Enjoy it. What's the purpose of, you know, trying to ruin everybody else's life? Have You know, you could die tomorrow. Have fun. Live. Laugh. Have a good time. And remember, a helping hand is a better hand. Thank you guys for tuning in to another episode of my podcast, the most controversial, must-see, talked-about, untalked-about podcast of all time. Peace out. See you later. Love you guys.